Oh, I mean, allegedly the pandemic's over because all of the White House press corps uh, got vaccinated. vaccinated. Have you been yeah, vaccinated? And, uh, not yet. Um, I'm I'm close though. Uh, I, I am eligible. In in Illinois, I'm eligible, which which is which is good. Um, good. And uh, I've got family that are being vaccinated already. So, what'd you think? Uh, I got my first dose and I was like relieved when I did and it didn't give me any issues. Probably the second dose will because like a lot, most of my immediate family has been vaccinated and like all the women, the second dose, like, you know, I made them feel like ill for like 24 hours. Um, so I'll get my second dose probably like next week, but I'm like relieved to be vaccinated. I am really horrified that uh, these like rich countries have not only like hoarded vaccines, like I understand wanting to vaccinate your own po population first, but the US and UK and EU have been blocking this proposal by countries in the global South, India, like India and Brazil to waive the patent rights for mm -hmm. these vaccines so that they can produce them cheaply in their own countries. Cause they have the factory production to like factory capability to do so. Um, and the US, EU, and UK have been blocking that. So it's actually really dangerous. And I don't understand the thinking other than just pure greed and letting pharmaceutical companies um, make government decisions. Because the longer and more this, this virus spreads, the more opportunities there are for variants to, uh, like for mutations that create variants that are gonna be vaccine resistant. So it's actually a real, it's, it's a real danger in Brazil right now, which has, I think the widest spread in the world at the moment, it's completely uncontrolled. There's no real good vaccination program taking place. And on top of that, the US government uh, like pressured Brazil not to buy the Russian vaccine. Mm, so like mm -hmm. on top of not giving them your Western vaccine, and like blocking the ability to make it, you're also blocking their ability to buy a cheaper vaccine from Russia because of geopolitical posturing. So I hope like, a, you know, a part of me is really relieved about the vaccine and I feel safer because of it. And I'm glad other people are getting vaccinated. But at the same time, I just like, the part of me is also really nervous. Like there's, what if there's another variant because of your stupidity that is gonna be vaccine resistant. And then we just end up back in the same place we were. So- Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, I I recalled, and I just want to check while you were were talking there, uh, this Brazil variant that has gotten a lot of attention, which is similar to the one in South Africa that has received a lot of news. It just hit Michigan with the first oh. case. Yeah. So what you're describing is a very real problem because if we allowed everyone to have vaccines without concern for patents and, and profits. corporate profits, then we wouldn't have to worry about the spread of the variants because people could be, uh, that are spreading it could be vaccinated already. So um, I imagine that's not a connection I mean, that, that's not a connection I expect, you know, Gretchen Whitmer and others in mm -hmm. Michigan to make, but no. it's one that, that's one that we should make. The U.S. I mean, I uh, there was the New York Times has actually been covering this quite well, like just the numbers. And I yesterday there was a piece that said that 0.1 percent of vaccines have been administered in developing countries. 0.1 percent. Mm. Like the vast majority of vaccines are just going to these wealthy countries where the pharmaceutical companies that are making them are based. 
but also um it's like the other thing is you know you i've heard the argument from some liberals i know being like yeah but like can't they just get the chinese and russian vaccine and like yeah they can but what you don't understand is there's seven billion people in the world and the more vaccines there are the better like the more vaccines there are that being produced the better the more people can get vaccinated russia and china can't take care of the whole world um and it's just i think you know a a reflection of the uh, disgustingly unequal like a global economic order that we have and it's you know once again being played out with this pandemic where you're going to have these developing countries where you know if you think about it like Lebanon for example Lebanon is a country of like 7 million people at most maybe 6 million um that's not a lot of people in the US that many people are getting vaccinated quite fast you know the US has vaccinated i think uh, over like 150 million people last I checked and that was like a week or so ago. So that's a lot of people that have been given their first dose in the US. So why can't you just add a few million people to that? Like, you know what I mean? And instead in Lebanon, I think there's been 50,000 people vaccinated. Like, mm -hmm. because they can't, you know, they don't have the funds, they, they, have, they have an economic collapse, they don't have the money to necessarily buy a lot of vaccines. And their vaccine rollout didn't even start until late February. Whereas mm -hmm. in the US, you've had vaccinations started in early January. So mm -hmm. it's just like, that's how it's playing out around the world. And it just shows like, I mean, as even in a global pandemic, you can't just put like getting done with the pandemic over pharmaceutical company profits. Like really? Like what yeah. the hell is, we have, we have such a fucked up system. It's incredible. But anyway. So I will add that there is a widespread colonial attitude that means that these people who are at the top are going to get the vaccines first and it has been the case but what that also shows is you know the developing countries not getting it those discussions about not vaccinating undocumented immigrants i mean we actually have to have debates about whether people who don't have stupid. documentation should have it even though it's plainly obvious that regardless of whether they would be from this country or not, they can still spread the virus. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. have any bearing on, like their their citizenship status doesn't stop them from science. And it's, yeah, it's incredible. And it's, and the, uh, oh, go ahead, finish your- Well, and the other thing I was gonna add here is the, I, I was doing some work on a story, which I think I will mention before the show's over since it received so little attention and can connect back to the, Julian Assange case, but uh, I was looking at the prison population in the United States and how many have been vaccinated. And the Bureau of Prisons celebrates that they vaccinated like 8,000 plus inmates and staff. That's nothing. But, but there, are, there are several, uh, at least in we're talking about federal custody. I mean, when you look at the prison population, people talk about mass incarceration being 2 million plus people. Uh, that's most, a lot of those are state facilities. There's 170,000 plus people in the federal prison system Jesus. and only around eight to 9,000 people, inmates and staff, that, those like, like inmates and people. staff. That's like the yeah. easiest people to vaccinate too, because they're like accessible to you. Like they're, they're in right there. They're warehoused right there and they're under the control of like state or federal authorities. Those are literally the easiest people to vaccinate. Whereas like, you know, people who aren't in prison, you have to like, you know, have them sign up for 
in a system and then have them come to a place two times for most cases. It's just so absurd. And you know what's really frustrating about this is vaccine. These vac this vaccine was foundationally funded by the public, right? By like taxpayers in these countries, Germany, the U.S. Um, so it's on top of being publicly funded, denying access. Like I just I've had so many debate like arguments with liberals about this. Like liberals, not right wingers, liberals who think this way, where they're like, "Well, we fund it, so why should we even give it?" To like other kind, like what the hell? And it's like, okay, again, like if there's a variant that arises in one of these developing countries that you think are less worthy of this vaccine, that's gonna fuck you too. You should understand that at this point by the fact that a virus that was on one side of the world then was on another side of the world so quickly. Like you can't hide from it just because of geography, right? So there's that aspect to it. But also, why are your public so wealthy? Why are your countries so wealthy and able to even fund? vaccine research because they stole and like raped and pillaged the third world like people forget this the developing world isn't poor because it's like backwards um it's poor because the global north is a parasite and like literally ruling elites of europe and then america you know came to the third world and stole its wealth and enslaved its people literally like stole its wealth until this day they back governments that are shitty to make sure that those people can never profit off of the resources in their country so it can continue to be extracted where do you think all your wealth is coming from like where was it created like there literally is this mentality even among liberals in the global north that they live in superior countries because something about those countries culture is just like better no it is a country that is industrialized and developed literally because it stole <laughs> like and that includes mm -hmm. the scandinavian countries that you guys all put on a pedestal those countries got their wealth from colonial theft and it's just and it's unbelievable to me it is believable but it's just when you have these conversations with these liberals who are like we need biden in office so that deport you know so that there's like not a mean person like trump there anymore actually if you scratch a liberal you know you scratch them hard enough a little right winger pops out of there and it's really frustrating. So are you enjoying listening to this show? You should be. And if you are, you'll want access to our premium content, which you can find at Rockfin. Kevin, tell them about Rockfin. Yes, uh, we're up on rockfin.com. You can find us there at this URL, rockfin.com slash unauthorized discs. And uh, this channel is where we're going to get away from the demonetization that is happening on YouTube. Uh, we think it's going to allow us to grow our show and bring in new subscribers like you, people who are coming to this show for the first time, or maybe you haven't become subscribers yet and you were looking for an opportunity. And here, if you come and subscribe to our show at Rockfin, you won't just get access to us, you'll get access to other people who are making shows in the same space politically as us. People like Lee Camp, Graham Elwood, Jackson Hinkle, Richard Medhurst, Ron Placone, as well as Jimmy Dore. And uh, some of these people have been guests on Unauthorized Disclosure. So join us on Rockfin, subscribe, get access to our premium content, and you can hear all those other cool people too.